everybody light up your cigarettes if you got them because this joint is going to be hot talking about a radio powerful transmission but no submission 4-4 down the freeway daddy-o top down Hey guys, it's 8.46 p.m., 12, 13, 2015. It is Opal City Radio. I am Mike, and with me is Emily. Uh, hey guys, what's up? Uh, we took a little bit of time. Uh, there was some sickness. Yeah, I, I got happened. sick again. Only's getting sick. I, it, it's, it's... Gotta stop with the diseased-based superheroes <laughs> or supervillains that you fight. This is, this is my, my blessing. This is my curse. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so we are a uh, comedy comics podcast. We are going to talk about some comics that we've read. Aren't you guys excited? I know I am. You should be excited because this is a really awesome comic that we read. It's true. Uh, spurred on by our all of our jabber about Jessica Jones, we've decided to kind of poke around mm-hmm. with our official Opal City Radio sharp sticks that I make. <laughs> and we found uh, we found Luke Cage, so we decided to read some Luke Cage comics. Hell yeah, we did. Read all about the hero for a hire. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cage is also known as Power Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that's what he decided to change his name to. It's um, more it's more punchy. It is. It is. It's, I mean, Cage is you know, Cage is just it's four it's four letters. You want to be. You want to be a man or a or a dude or, or a power guy. I don't know. Power guy? Power guy. <laughs> that's my superhero. I'm power guy. That's a good that's a good one. I like it. <laughs> it's like, what do you do, power guy? Yeah, stuff. I do stuff. I, whatever. <laughs> so basically, uh, what do we know about Luke Cage, Emily? Okay. Um, so the thing about Luke Cage that's yeah. important to know. Sure. Is this was Marvel cashing in on the black exploitation fad of the early 1970s? Yeah, I I definitely got that from. Um, from yeah, the, this the was comic. a thing that was popular, and they're like, "Hey, why don't we get in on that?" And why not? So everybody. So yes, Luke Cage, hero for hire. <laughs> okay, his. His background is he was he's an ex-con. Yes. He was framed though. Right. He's, he's not actually a bad guy. Uh so he went to prison and while he's in prison, uh he participates in this doctor's experiments. Yes. And this is how he gets his superpowers, which is he's got the super strength and he's got like the un- unbreakable skin. Yeah. Yeah. So he's you know super tough, and you you can't you can't hurt him. And he breaks out of prison and makes his way back to New York. And he's like, "Boy, hey. does he get into some trouble?" Well, yeah, there there is trouble in between there. Yeah. But the, the thing is that he's like, "Hey, you know, I got you know got these powers. I can do something." So he decides to become a hero, like a superhero. But instead of, like, everyone else who does it, he's like, no, I'm going to make some money doing this. Right, because you need money to pay your rent and it's, stuff. I mean, not everyone's a Tony Stark just rolling in cash. Or Spider-Man, who is willing to, like, like basically like suck Aunt May dry in all of her money. <laughs> Peter that he's a, he's a menace, I tell you. <laughs> so, you know, he sets up a, a shitty office. Yes. That's above a, a crap theater. Mm-hmm. And this is what he does. He's Luke Cage, hero for hire. So yeah, if you need a hero, hero, you can hire Luke Cage. You can Cage. hire him, although he usually doesn't accept pay or he gives his money away. Yes. So 
some things I noticed in the early issues where it deals with his origin story, right? His ridiculous so, origin story, yeah. Yes. So you've got, like, this former warden of this prison mm-hmm. who, like, gets demoted to a prison guard. Yes. Kind of a little unbelievable. Well, I, I because, get. okay, because his, like, first villains yeah. are the racist guards. Yes. In in the prison. Right. Yeah. Because and yeah. Like the the warden you know, he's because he's in prison. I think it's in Florida. Um, I would have to believe you, yeah. Um, about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in Florida. I mean there's like it's like little Alcatraz, so it's a lot of like oh. southern sheriff, you know, look here, boy, and I'm like, oh. Yes. Yeah, and you're like, I'm a little uncomfortable reading this. this. I'm glad you're getting punched in the face, though. So, like, this dude uh, comes across Cage as he's being granted his powers in this weird experiment. (laughs) And he basically just pushes the doctor out of the way and then starts fucking with these 60s dials. (laughs) 70s dials, I guess. You know, and it's like, so, like, this fat, racist, former warden guy is the reason why he has all these crazy powers. Uh, it's true, because everyone knows oh. that when you put a bunch of, like, electricity into a chemical bath... Right, that's... Your that's result is superpowers. Your result equals, you know, hero for hire, Lucas Cage. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, um, that's just... Come on, that's... Every kid knows that. Yeah, it's, it's true. Uh, this... This comic was super duper entertaining because a lot of the characters that they have are like, they're like bit characters that I would put in like 70s D&D campaign where uh, the D&D characters get like transported to 70s New York oh my God. and they run in like run afoul of like street toughs. Like these are the guys that I would put in the comic. <laughs> There's a guy named Cockroach. Yes. Um. Who not only who's wearing he's wearing a hat he's not an actual cockroach man they just call him cockroach yeah. he's a short little dude mm-hmm. and he wears two feathers in his hats in his hat so that it makes it look like he has antenna it's great yeah. and that's a character and I'm like that's genius I mean that is genius you have like okay because like really like early on Luke Cage's bad guys yeah are racist white dudes yeah and like weird black gangsters yeah that might be pimps but maybe aren't too like who knows because it's marvel and i don't know if they could really do pimps like he fights this dude named diamondback in the beginning right it's the former guy who's responsible for him going to prison yeah yeah um, when he introduces himself, he calls himself Diamondback, and then he's like, A.K.A., and then says his name. <laughs> did, what, did you forget? Like, do you get it mixed up sometimes? You'd be like, yeah, my name's Mr. Diamondback. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I mean, it's Mr. Smith. I keep <laughs> forgetting. It's very confusing. Have I have to. Rolling. Yeah, it's, it is true. Um, I like the dude with the, the snake teeth. Oh, yeah. What was his name? He had another snake name. Yeah, he was a snake dude. Um, Who was apparently strong also, because as we all know, snakes are very strong. Snakes are the strongest. It, it, it is true. Oh. Uh, one of my favorite bit villains is Gideon Mace, oh, who's like my... ex-military commander oh, who has a mace for a hand. This, this dude. Yes. So he runs into a couple of different... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like this older white dude, you know, of course we have like the whole Vietnam thing. Yes. Um and yeah, he has his hand is a maze. Yes. <laughs> and at one point okay, so after Luke Cage beats him up for the first time. Yeah. Cause I I don't know, he had like some stupid plot. Yeah, it was it was dumb. I it was so dumb that I don't even remember it. <laughs> yeah, for for things. So yeah. Yeah, because, cause, okay, so Luke and his pal, D.W. And this yeah, is who's this, kid. like, skinny, skinny white hippie Yeah, kid. skinny white hippie. He he works at the theater. Because yeah. his uncle owns a theater and is renting the space out to Luke. So right. him and D.W. are pals. And they're going to California 
right. to chase after Claire Temple, mm-hmm. who shows up in this. And is she's a doctor? Yes. Which I was like, oh, why is she just a nurse in the TV? So anyway. Yeah. So he's chasing after her because they, they're a thing, but she left. Anyway, so they stop in Arizona. And I was like, all right. I'm like... <laughs> Emily gets her popcorn ready. I'm know. like, I'm not surprised that they put this in Arizona. Okay, so Gideon Mace like has somehow set up this like little self-contained city right. called Security City. <laughs> yes. Which is like it's all like, you know, barbed wire and like armed guards, and we don't let strangers in. And oh yes. my god, Arizona, you need to settle the hell down. <laughs> it's funny because it was like this is like a little too uncomfortably true. I know. I'm like for some people. And everyone in the city is armed, like yes. and they're shooting at Cage. Like, oh my god! So yeah, I was like, what? So I mean, they they destroy the city. And then, yeah. Well, the city. Yeah, it goes in a like Gideon Mace is like you. <laughs> like Cage initially beats him by punching him off of a helicopter, mm-hmm. and he falls into the water. But you see his mace is too heavy. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then, you know, he's assumed to have drowned. But of course, hey, he can unscrew the mace hand. And that's what he did. And he had another one made, apparently. Yeah. Because he's really, really committed to this whole Gideon mace Uh, thing. He he must be. And then he shows up. Shows up. He shows up again. Yeah, he shows up a few more times. That's right. A third time. Because he's got, like, this babe. Yes. Working, there's a lot of, like, you know, foxy mamas. It's true. <laughs> there are a lot of them. And, you know, who's working for him. And, of course, like, you know, she she tricks Luke Cage. and Using her feminine wiles. Yeah, her, her 1970s feminine wiles. <laughs> and, you know, the whole thing is like, no, she's committed to Mace's cause because... You know, her brother died in Vietnam, but Mace tried to save him. But, oh, no, that's not what happened at all. Mace actually got her brother killed. Well, you know, when you follow a dude named Gideon Mace, you can generally assume the worst. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. It is true. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I have mostly I have a lot of observations that I wrote down. Um, and a very, very awesome list of slang that they decided to use uh, in the comic. Oh my god, the slang. Shall I, shall I begin the list I think here? so. I mean, I'm just going to say, I mean, God bless them. <laughs> like, old white dudes in the 70s trying to write. I could just imagine Stan Lee just like, we gotta get out there and see what the kids are talking about. Excelsior, hello, street youth. (laughs) It's Mighty Marvel with a question. (laughs) So let's see. No prize. (laughs) Right. Uh, Wise Apple. That that was one of my favorites. Yeah. Jive Artist. Mm -hmm. Mealy Mouth. Mealy Mouth's a good one. (laughs) Weasel Face. Shiny Top. Oh my god. For for a bald person. Of course. Darlin. Cream puff, <laughs> crow. Not as a racist thing, though. He said this to a white dude. Oh, okay. Uh, babe. He does say babe. That that's a. Was this it's a, like a thing? thing? In the seventies, I guess. It must you know, have like been in, a, because... in a bar fight. You're like, I'm gonna mess you up, darling. Like, <laughs> hey, I don't know, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sweet meat. <laughs> Lard lips. <laughs> sugar. Uh huh. Fruit boots, which is a real good one. Fruit I might, boots. I might use fruit boots a lot. Uh, creepy, just like a creep. A creep is a creepy. <laughs> uh, pinhead. Uh-huh. Stinking mother hugging skunk. <laughs> garbage mouth, and one of my personal favorites, ballet britches. Oh my god, ballet britches. This is said to another superhero that he ends up teaming up with later on, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Calls him ballet breaches. That's... Breaches. Yeah. I want... Okay. People who are making the Luke Cage television series, I know you're listening. <laughs> yes. He better clearly call Danny are. ballet breaches. 
Yeah, he definitely better. Absolutely. You need to give this to me. Now, of course, we have his his seminal catchphrase. Yes. Of sweet Christmas. That is true. Uh, the the Christmas sweet sister. Oh my! <laughs> which it took them like thirty issues to strike on sweet Christmas. Yeah. Which what? Because we did. We had sweet sister. Yeah. And then we had Christmas. Mm-hmm. Which he keeps just saying, you know, Christmas. And I'm like, I'm not sure what that's a stand in for. If that's like his stand in for like Jesus Christ. As an yeah, I, I mean, maybe I, that does seem to be like a New York thing. Because I remember when I was a kid uh, going into New York and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like you would hear people say it. Where, like, you know, a guy would drop, like, change or something and it would roll into a, a you know, a, a grate. Uh-huh. And then he would be like, ah, Christmas. You know, like, I mean, that that was, like, a thing. Oh, was it? Yeah. But, I mean, only, and only old dudes did it. It was never, like, you know, like, the hip, young, you know, uh, millennial dude, like, ah, Christmas. You know, <laughs> like, it, it's always, like, some, like, like, bitter heart. Like, I lived through New York in the late 60s and 70s. Oh. You know, kind of guy would say it. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Because I mean, that I just assumed it was it was a stand. I mean, since it's Marvel in the nineteen seventies, they can't really swear. That's true, but I mean, that does seem like a New York thing. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know. Who knows? Well, if you ever find yourself in Northeast Opal City <laughs> and which is near New York City, uh, go and in, go into the city. Just hang around, watch some old people. They'll say it. Just, act, just walk up to people and ask them about it. Yeah. Maybe don't. I don't know. That's probably. Yeah, you don't want to get like old dudes sweared at. It's it's a terrible experience. <laughs> um, so Cage goes to sleep sometimes, as he is a human being. Yes. Um, but he goes to sleep in his in his costume. Essentially, oh my god, he wears <laughs> he wears his, his skin tight his uh, original jeans. costume. Yes. Okay. It's the best. He it's goes so good to a. I mean, it's like a costume shop. Yeah. And what he gets is it's this trunk, and it belonged to an escape artist magician. Right. Right? Uh, Whose act collapsed or whatever, so he buys it. Yeah. So he has Tiara. Mm Mm-hmm. His billowy yellow blouse that is always getting ripped. Right. Well, you know, he gets shot a lot. He tears. He's, they're, they're shirt. He fights a lot of shirt rippers. Um, he has a chain around his waist. Yeah. He has metal gauntlets. Yes. Like the tight blue pants. Yeah. And the yellow like buccaneer boots. Yes. He and that's for it. hire. <laughs> right. Now, when he goes to sleep, he sleeps in his chain belt, uh-huh. his metal bracers. His headband, his pants, but he does not wear a shirt when he goes to sleep. <laughs> so there you go. Well, the shirt is maybe very constricting. I don't know. Well, I, maybe he's just very. He wants like that's his deal. He, he wants you to be able to identify him at all times. I I guess I don't. I... Yeah. Although I I do like that the shirt thing becomes a running gag. Yeah, it's true. It does. And later in the series, there is like a couple of panels where he goes to a tailor and he picks up a bunch of shirts. Yeah. And the person that's next in line is Bruce Banner. <laughs> and the guy's like, you know, here's all your pants. Dr. Banner is like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you got to hand it to, they, they knew how to make fun of, of themselves. It's, and that's it's true. It's true. So let's see here. What, what else do I have? Um, we can just talk about his supporting cast. Oh, his amazing supporting his cast. His hilarious supporting cast. So, okay, so we have T.W., who's like yes. the the white friend. There's like a drug issue with him. Yeah, he also has like, <laughs> like the, uh, his like inexplicably hot girlfriend that he has. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's, he's just a weird character and he kind of becomes almost like, Cage's like secretary almost. <laughs> like, well, skinny beanpole white phone. kid. But yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Um we do have Claire Temple. Yeah. Who is working at a clinic 
And she is working mm-hmm. with the doctor who initially gave Luke Cage his superpowers. Right. And this is a sore spot between the two of them. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you have Claire. Uh, let's see. Um, he does later on. Okay. Yeah. Luke Cage's comics. It's three different series. Yeah. You had uh, Luke Cage Hero for Hire. Followed by right. Power Man, followed by mm-hmm. Power Man and Iron Fist. And Iron Fist, right. Because Iron Fist was, for those who don't know, this was Marvel cashing in on the Kung Fu craze of the 70s. Yeah. So they're like, oh, what better way than, like, a white dude. Right. <laughs> who went to, like, magic, not China. Yes. And then got magic kung fu powers. It's Kun Loon. I do, oh my god, that shit was it's so fucking confusing to me. It's, it's going to be. It's gonna be I bad. lost over like a lot of it because I'm just like, I can't, yes. I can't handle this right now. <laughs> so he, you know, he teams up with uh, Iron Fist. Right. And about the time that he does that is when he like really starts going super legit like they get like an actual office they have business cards yeah um you have jaron hogarth who who, uh, sorry not sorry is more interesting in the jessica jones tv series yeah yeah um in the comics uh hogarth is just like a fat white dude yeah and his whole thing is like oh heroes for hire and he's you know he's their legal council and he sets them all up and you know gets them <laughs> jobs and i think takes like cut of it yeah but, and he just kind of he just he's kind of like a nuisance all the time whenever he's yeah so you have him and then they have their actual secretary yeah who actually like answers the phones um right he pals around with through uh good old iron fist mm-hmm. they pal around with um misty knight Yes, Misty Knight. And Colleen Wing, mm-hmm. who are private detectives. Yeah. Uh, Misty Knight is like a tough as nails, like black girl who used to yeah. be a cop, but then like her arm got blown off by a bomb. So now she has a robot arm. Yes, yeah, it's like this awesome robot arm. And yeah. she's real mad about it. Yes. Um, but she's also Iron Fist's girlfriend. Yeah. And then you have her roommate, Colleen Wing, mm-hmm. who's a pretty white girl who knows kung fu. She has a katana. Yeah. Uh, and not. Uh, you know, I mean, they, again, they were like, we can make a. Let's just kind of make it, kind of make it like Iron Fist, but like, we'll give her a sword or something. Uh, something like that. Um, fun fact in the 70s, Jean Grey lived with them for a little bit. Oh my god, they had like a revolving door. Yeah, she was one of their roommates. Um, (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was post-Phoenix. Oh my god, talk about like baggage that you're bringing into the roommate. Yeah, so anytime you think that you have a bad roommate, just thank god you don't live with Jean Grey. It's true. It's just like, weren't you like the Goblin Queen for a little while? No, that was Madeline Pryor. That was Um, Oh, right, that was a clone of you. Are you sure you can pay the rent on time? <laughs> um, yeah. Also, fun fact, Scott Summers dated Colleen. <laughs> oh, For girl. about two seconds and then yeah. dropped her as soon as Jean Grey came back in the picture. Oh, Scott, you fuddy-duddy. <laughs> he's terrible in every comic. It's, it is true. Even if he's just tangently related to it. <laughs> You're like, God damn, Scott. Summer. Jesus, Scott. Um, let's see. That's for like his main, his yeah, main that's, crew. That's pretty that's much it. I mean, most of everybody are I mean, just, yeah, kind of transitory. They just come and go. Yeah, I mean, because like Iron Fist brings in a bunch of people. Yes. Like his weird kung fu dudes. <laughs> it's, it's like kung fu class that he brings home. Yeah, and I'm like, Danny, what are you? <laughs> I don't even understand what's happening. I, I've read like Iron Fist comics before. See, I've never, and I've never read Iron Fist. 
it it's fun. Like those dudes are my favorites because they're like so off the wall. Where you're like, this guy's fat. His thing is that he's fat. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, <laughs> where you can judge someone just by looking at them. I, yeah, I'm like, and I'm not even really sure how they become friends. I just know that they are. Well, they initially like come up against one one another oh, oh yeah no it is it's the, the yeah. typical comic book thing where it's like when two new characters meet they have to like beat each other up right and then they, they realize like oh, <laughs> oh wait we're on the same side oh. that's right people are gonna write slash fiction about us yeah, probably and, and again i do like that all the cops are indeed called charlie yes so that's that's always fun Hey, Charlie! Um, dudes are always trying to shoot Luke. Yeah, I mean... He's like, it doesn't... You would think that once you shoot Cage and it doesn't work, mm-hmm. you would kind of get wise to it, but everyone keeps trying to shoot him. Yeah. And, you know, the, you know, of course, Cage will be like, oh, guns don't work on me, cream puff! And then he, like, bends <laughs> the gun. I mean, all it does is rip up his shirt. It's true. And that is true. Maybe that's why they do it. They're just like they just want to see sweet abs. <laughs> Maybe. Um, they do. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I like like the this like the shitty jobs. Yeah, the shitty Iron jobs. Fist tank, like when they work the car show. <laughs> and he's like, Luke has to, like, you know, he has to like lift the car. Yeah, he has to lift the car, and you know, the the girl is on top of it, like, oh. <laughs> it's or amazing when they have to work like security details yeah um or when they did the birthday party for the little girl <laughs> well emily such is the life of a hero for her i mean I, it's true i mean a, a buck is a buck and again like i said like when you're luke cage and you like give away all your money yeah and then you got to make it up somehow you know i guess and then you know they raise the rent on your crap apartment Yep, yep. I I don't know. And then dudes with like chemistry guns come in and they're changing your floors <laughs> you, to like paper. I don't. All right. How dare you sully the good name of Chemistro? Chemistro. <laughs> oh my God. This guy who. Yeah. Yeah. He has like this weird like alchemy gun. Yeah. And it turns stuff into other and stuff. And it turns stuff into other stuff. So like he changes the floor to like glass. Yeah, he almost kills What's-Her-Face. Um, she gets all cut up. Uh, not Claire, but the other girl that he was dating. Oh, Harmony? No, no, maybe. I forget her name. She was only in it for a little while after she... And then she, like, dies right away. Because, um, like, the only two girls I remember are Claire and Harmony. Yeah, I, I just... I don't remember her name. Huh. I'll have to look it up later. But, it's like, he changes the floor to paper mm-hmm. and, like... You know, and he he's defeated. Luke's shirt to lead and then throw him yes. in the water. Well, but that was the different guy. That was the other Camistro. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, because uh, Cage has the other guy shoot his own foot and it turns into in a steel, and then like turns into dust for some reason, and then Cage is like, "Well, <laughs> sorry, man." Like that's kind of what you get, though. I guess it's that is true. Yeah, the, okay, you're right. There was then there was the second guy that yeah. the first one he met in prison, and then he was forced to tell. And then the guy like stole his alchemy gun secrets. Yeah, yeah. and then he became Camistro, and yes, because reasons. Well, I mean, I'm sure that they were like, "This is a great idea," but damn it, like we really should have run with it. <laughs> one, let's see, what what are my favorite? One of my favorite villains is Senor Muerte. Oh my god, yes! He has possibly the dumbest power I've ever heard of in my life. He wears a suit, yes. right? And he's got like this little roulette wheel looking thing in the middle of his chest. Yes. And basically, one of his hands will carry a fatal energy charge and the other one will carry nothing. Mm-hmm. And he keeps making people choose... Which hand that they're going to... Because they're like, Senor Muerte has come! Choose one of my hands! And then, like, they get, like, blown away. But it's like, can't you just... Can't you punch him with your... Do you really have to bring this whole gambling aspect <laughs> yes, into it? Yes. Like, 
That's uh, it's it's ridiculous. Look, no, <laughs> D- how dare you besmirch the good name of <laughs> Senor Morales? Yes. Uh, let's he see. There's the a lot issue of really where really dumb villains. I'm not gonna lie. What the? Yeah, you mean awesome villains, oh, okay. like the one where he fights a bunch of like knights of the round table? Like, <laughs> oh you remember that? Yes. <laughs> where they have like laser lances and they're talking in like 70s parlance. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, the oh god, like the the like the computer dude. Oh yes. Who was going to like run uh, all of crime in New York? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Or something, I'm not, still not 100% sure what that was. Well, a lot of them are like, he deals with Big Brother for a long uh, for a yeah. long time, and it turns out not to be all these different people, and like that computer guy ends up being Big Brother, and it's ridiculous. That's so, I mean. He has an eye in the middle of his chest for some reason, too, and you're like, but why the, like, they don't, that doesn't fit in your whole, like, little thing that you're doing. Well. Man, it was the seventies. People were making a lot of really weird choices. It that is true. Uh, let's see. Um, I like the yeah. evil ballet troupe that they fought. Yes, <laughs> yes. They even fight the ringmaster too. Oh my god, that's that's. Oh my god. Yeah, he and he, he hypnotizes Cage. Yeah, that's right. Okay, because that's what the whole when he follows Claire, and it turns yeah. out Claire's ex-husband. Is the Black Goliath? Is Black Goliath? <laughs> yes. And he's with the circus because he's unable to shrink himself back down to normal size. Right. So he's giant size, and of course he's like he's real mad that like Luke Cage is there. Yeah. And what was interesting to me about that is like Claire acts like it's like this great, horrible, shameful secret that she's been divorced. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess that was a 70s thing? I, I guess so. I don't know. The times are different. Yeah, I don't, because, you know, she was like, oh, it's horrible. And she keeps calling him, you know, it's my husband. And I'm like, lady, you're div- like, no, you don't. Yeah, you're not. He's not your husband anymore. And and he, even like uh, Black Goliath is just like, my wife. And I'm like, but no, no but you guys got. Bra, you got a divorce. Like, you got divorced, though. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, they did. They He fought Ringmaster with like the <laughs> Ringmaster. Uh, Princess Python. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Python, like evil acrobats. Yeah, like, oh, uh, there's like, a strong Ringmaster man. Is so good. Oh, oh, and then like a clown, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, I did not like. No, the clown no, way, no. However, I will totally be ringmaster. Oh, okay, with like your hat. <laughs> yes, my my little hat thing. Yeah. I'll find like Kate Bishops and be like, it's our ringmaster. <laughs> <laughs> Hassle Hawkeyes. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, they they fought uh, him and Iron Fist fight the evil ballet troupe. Yes. From like Russia. You <laughs> well, I mean, you got to teach those riskies a lesson. I, I, but I'm just like evil about, and they show up again. They show up twice. Well, <laughs> that's a good idea. Of course, they're going to use it more than once. But I'm just like, like who better to deal with them than the heroes for hire? I, I guess I don't know. I just Iron Fist getting beat up by like this prima ballerina who's just like kicking him in the face. <laughs> oh. Oh. What I I love how they write Iron Fist though, how like they'll be like uh, they'll count down his like 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 faster than second movements, uh-huh. where he's like got to wait and it's like point five one point oh one point five and then he hits him, you know like that's so good. Oh my god, I I I, I don't even. I mean, because they go into like. His really stupid background. It's, it's, it's you could tell that they were like, put it together. No, hurry up. House <laughs> <laughs> of ideas, Excelsior. Yes. Um, which again, I admit, like I glossed over a bunch of it because I'm like, I'm, well, yeah. I don't care about magic, not China. I don't. How dare you? How dare you? I, I, I don't, Danny. I don't care that like you, your sister and. Listen, listen here, wise apple. And you're, you by the gods. I, I don't, the dragon's heart. I think that was the other one. Yes. That he says a lot. <laughs> he does say that a lot, actually, now that I think about it. 
They do run into, of course, it's, I mean, they're in New York. Yeah. You know, you got they the whole Marvel universe. Yeah. Yes. So they do run into other heroes. Yes. Uh, Moon Knight pops up. Right. They actually have to go rescue him. Well, you know, Mark Spector sometimes gets into trouble. Well, I mean, this is this is also like 1970s Moon Knight. Right. He's got like all those crazy, like he's a cab driver. Yes. And then he's got like his <laughs> other personnel. Who the hell knows? Yeah. Um, uh, I like when they run into Spider-Man. They do run into Spider-Man a couple of times. Calls him Webhead. Yeah, okay. One of my favorites was one of the... It was an annual. Mm -hmm. Written by Frank Miller. Oh! I mean, this is like circa 1981. (laughs) So, I mean, I think this might even predate, like, his run on Daredevil. Oh, Wow. I think I don't know. I could I could be very mistaken on that. Cut is like a young, bright-eyed Frank Miller. But this story was so bonkers. <laughs> it's okay. So it's 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 Luke Cage. It's Iron Fist. You have Spider Man. You got Daredevil. Mm-hmm. You've got Kingpin, and you've got Purple Man. Right. And I was like, oh, I know you for the TV show. <laughs> um, you're not. You're Doctor Who, aren't you? Yeah, you're not nearly as terrifying here. Yeah, that's true. They haven't figured it out yet. Um, so yeah, so Purple Man's like running around doing Purple Man things and like, right. you know, Spider Man tries to stop him and he's like, you know, no, hang from that lamppost, recite Shakespeare. And he's like, I don't know Shakespeare. He's like, and whatever, just sing songs, do something. You know, there's like a thing with like Kingpin that he's gonna, you know, take over. Like, like Kingpin does, but then he doesn't because Purple Man. And then they all team up to beat him up because he's really easy to beat up. Yeah, I mean, it's you just kind of do it. (laughs) Well, because Moon Knight shows up and he's got earplugs in essentially oh moon knight so while the rest of the heroes are like you know powerless you know he just strolls up and just kind of punches him in the face (laughs) and then it's it's done well there you go problem solved and i'm just like what (laughs) one of my personal favorite ones is um (laughs) so in a weird super roundabout way Doctor Doom ends up stiffing Luke Cage for two hundred oh bucks. Oh my god! How did I forget him? Yes, this one. And so, all right. So stay with me here because this is going to get a little hard to believe. <laughs> um, so Luke Cage decides to go to 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 the Fantastic Four to borrow one of their rocket ships. Mm-hmm. So he can go visit Doctor Doom. He's gonna get his money. He worked for that. Because Doctor Doom owes him two hundred bucks, and he's not letting those smackers go. No. Okay. A lot of money back then. So he goes into. He literally breaks down the door <laughs> to one of Reed Richards' laboratories, and proceeds to fight the entire Fantastic Four. Who Medusa was there for some reason. Yeah, because that. Okay, yeah, that's when Sue. I think. Oh, I, I forget what Sue was. She had to do her hair or something. I, think she had I don't a baby. know. And that's why she wasn't mm. there. That that does make sense because I don't think Franklin Richards was a thing yet. But um <laughs> so like you get the awesome banter between Cage and Ben Grimm. Oh my god. Which is amazing. <laughs> Where he's like, you hot head! Like <laughs> <laughs> So eventually he gives him a uh, a rocket. Mm-hmm. He goes to visit Doctor Doom's crazy Eastern European European Latveria. Yes, and there's a rebellion of robots that's happening. <laughs> yes. So he like they kind of beat each other up a little bit, and then they have to team up to fight the robots. Yes. And Doctor Doom's like. Very well, you've earned your pay. <laughs> like it's, and I was like, did, wait, was that real life? Did I actually read that? You, I did. You did. Yeah. 
I I can't believe that I literally I thought yeah. all about that. And then he teams up with Ben Grimm again to fight like this monster thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love his villains are like the best, craziest villains. He fights a guy called Steeplejack, <laughs> who's like. A super villain, like rivet driver on like a building, like on on high rises. He's like a yeah a rivet driving high rise constructing villain who's pushing people off villains to get or off built off buildings to get revenge on them. Mm-hmm. And like Cage fights him and he ends up being super racist. Surprise, surprise! surprise I know surprise. a construction worker being racist. My God! I mean, because okay, the racist. Uh, villain that I that I remember is the dude. Okay, so you have this neighborhood. Yeah. And this black family moves in. Oh yeah, it gets real uncomfortable and close to home. Uh, yeah, there. again, like it's like oh, I'm so glad to see that we aren't past this forty years later. Um, and yeah, so this dude like sets fire to their house. Yeah. Because he's gonna drive them out, and you know, of course, you know, they run out, and nobody's helping because all their neighbors are horrible assholes yes and like their kid dies in the house fire yeah which is real horrible yeah it's horrible luke cage you're too real i don't know i don't like this go back to beating up like monsters yeah or like beating up guys who might be pimps yeah pseudo pimps yes I like the one dude named Cheshire. Oh my god, the Cheshire cat dude with the eyes. Yeah, where he would like disappear. Yeah, he had the super crazy smile. Oh my god, that guy. I just, his weird ass rogues gallery. Yes. It's just full of like a bunch of dudes that just make like the one appearance. Yeah, like there's a guy with a seven barreled shotgun. Oh yeah. He like shoots Cage off of a roof and I... And then, like, Cage beats him up, and I was like, "That's that was your you had a seven barreled shotgun. Oh, okay, that was you your, had a knock gun. Okay, cool. You put you put all your eggs in this the seven barreled shotgun basket. I see. Well, again, I mean, like, like mm. it, despite using them against Luke Cage, who you know is bulletproof. They, well, yeah. And you know the guy's just like, "Oh, dodge this, baby!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's amazing. No, I just I just soaked that I shit. I mean, it doesn't hurt. I. Doesn't hurt me, darling. <laughs> it doesn't hurt me, babe. <laughs> oh, lard lips. <laughs> or like the the other dude who called himself Power Man. Oh yeah, who like defeated the Avengers for a second, and then he like just kind of is a sad sack who just wanders around, and he gets real mad that Luke Cage is calling himself Power Man. <laughs> y- yeah. <laughs> I, oh my god, just this comic was just such like a weird roller coaster. There, real early, um, there's like a Christmas uh, issue <laughs> of Luke Cage Hero for Hire. Or actually, no, I think it's a Power Man uh, comic, but it's like the craziest thing I've ever read where I was like, what the fuck is even happening? <laughs> like, I had trouble keeping up with it to the point where I wrote down in my notes, Jesus Christ, issue number seven, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) That's a fair fair assessment of what what happened. That's, to me, that's a lot of what happens over the course of these these three titles. Uh, My favorite Power Man villain is the soda machine that will not dispense soda correctly to Luke Cage. Yes, the soda machine that... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, like, always broken. Or it's, like, squirting soda on him or, like, vending him, like, chicken soup and, like... Yeah. Like, and what kind of vending machine is that? Did you have that in the 70s? Maybe. Like, my God. You could get soda out of it and chicken soup out of it? My, my God. Because, like, you had the cup, and then it was supposed to put the ice in, and then it was supposed to put... Soda in the, it. The chicken soup in it. Yeah. And then you could drink your chicken soup. What? See, these unearthly delights are... <laughs> Surely he resides in Valhalla. <laughs> right, exactly. Asgard to Thor's breath, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I really wish 
they did more of Thor and Luke Cage, I think that would be hilarious. Like, where he has to fight Thor for a little while. Oh, my God. Would have been amazing. That would have been fantastic. Possibly also a little uncomfortably racist, actually, now that I think Maybe. of it. Maybe. <laughs> well, no, get the Volstag, the, the fat dude. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Oh, my God, the Volstag. Volstag is, he's the best. He's the best of, of Thor's pals. Oh, he is pretty rad. I like him a lot. Yeah. Um... So, I mean, if you've never, if you're looking for something that's just, like, off the wall, or, like, you want to see where Luke Cage comes from, mm-hmm. like, it, <laughs> this is a, <laughs> this is just a lot of fun to read, because it's so crazy. It, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it, it, it is exactly what it is. I mean, the 70s yeah. were a weird time for comics anyway. That's, that is true. I mean, you're coming off of Silver Age... You know, they're trying to be, like, more realistic, more gritty. Yeah. You know, you're also obviously cashing in on just yeah. a, a fad. Yeah. It's, that is true. But it's hilarious. I mean, that he's still around. He's getting a TV yeah. show. Yes, he's going to get a TV show with Iron Fist. I mean, which blows my mind. Yeah. It's, it, is, it is really crazy. But I mean, how be, good? It's going to be so good, though. How good is Jessica Jones, though? I mean, my God. Oh, my God. It was so good. Yeah. And he was good. so good in that. He was so good. He was, oh, my God. I just, I'm still not done with it. Uh, how are you not I, done? Because I watch, I watch one episode a day like a regular person. Oh, bro. It's been out for longer than 13 days. Oh, yeah. Well, just, I'm, you know, I'm slow oh, sometimes. I, look, when you're playing Fallout 4... I'm busy trying to hold the entire Commonwealth together on my back. Uh, I don't you have need, time. You need to around. unbusy yourself. Well, I got to the part where where they do the whole thing where he's like, you know, I was wrong. You are a piece of shit. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> well. Yeah, it's getting weird. It's getting weird with David Tennant with, with his parents and like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Great. No, oh, but he's so. Uh, but yeah, if, if you want to like me, and you're like, you know, I really like th- this Luke Cage. Like, I know a little bit about him. Yeah, you know, but I want to see where he comes from. Yeah, I want to know. I want to see his roots. And then you're like, oh, oh. I mean, not even. Or if you were just like, I would like Luke Cage to be a cartoon character. That this is the comic that you it, would read. It's, it's true. Then if you're like, man. What if he got teamed up with like another character whose book was also failing? Because <laughs> that's literally why they got teamed up is that both books were like not selling anymore. Well, so they're like, let's put them together. Hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty in this. I think it's a fantastic. And then super they'll have like weird, weird kung fu adventures. Yes. Awesome. I hope they have kung fu adventures in their TV show. I really hope they do too. They, there's just they've set the bar real, real high. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. Hopefully, if they make Cage like, if they just put a little bit of that weirdness in, I think it'll be fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I want to see a, I want to see a Power Man and Iron Fist poster. Oh my god, yes! With like them and like their dumb costumes. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that'd be so good. I just I heard this stupid costume. Well, with, like, I mean, the giant collar. Yeah, it has the huge collar, and, and like, then he's got like the weird, like little gold kung fu slippers. Yes, yeah. and I'm like, Danny. Did <laughs> Danny you sit down. And 1970s Dick Grayson go to the same tailor. And he was like, "Yes, actually." Where you got like your cool disco collars. Hey, they're coming back. All I wear is disco I just, you just pop it up and it's like over your head because it's so tall. Five buttons undone. like. Oh my god, yeah, neither one of them know how to button up a shirt. No. Well, I mean, you've got Iron Fist who has his awesome tattoo. Well, y- I mean, yeah, I guess if he wears a shirt, I mean, you can't see yeah, exactly. my awesome ink bra. Right. That's why I never wear sleeves because of my sweet tats, bro. Oh, I see. Um, so I think that's I think that's I think that's about an episode right there. I I, I yeah I think so. I mean, 
Yeah, I we've talked about Cage for for like almost fifty minutes. I I defy another comics podcast to do the same. <laughs> to challenge a go- the go- the yes. tiara's throne. <laughs> so we are Opal City Radio. Uh, we usually do this about once a week, unless one of us becomes deathly ill. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, but as far as everything else goes, you can contact us at. OpalCityRadio at gmail.com. Yes. We're there. Uh, you can go to OpalCityRadio.blogspot.com. We're there, too. Uh, that's where I link the episodes. I think I figured out how to put it back on iTunes, but I have to wait for iTunes to remove the old podcasts, which means you won't get access to the old ones anymore. Oh, no. So it will only be the new stuff. But if you were smart, you can go and you can still download them. Or if you downloaded them because I provided the links. Ah. Or if you email me, I will burn them on audio CDs for you. And you'll have like 150 or 300 hours to listen to of Opal's and <laughs> Why would you do that, though? I mean, hey, if you want to find out what you're made of. That's the ultimate test, the Opal City <laughs> Iron Man test. And I will make you a t-shirt that says Opal City Iron Man on I, it. Or Iron Lady if you're a lady. I, man, that's like a James Bond like villain torture thing. I don't know. It, it is. It's like, do you like my podcast, James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> do you expect me to... T- no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, so we will catch you guys... Next week, uh, we'll think about some. Maybe we'll do Iron Fist. We should. We should. I mean, we're on like a whole streak here. That's true. To be be perfectly honest, and I'm kind of interested (laughs) about his dumb kung fu adventures. All right, so we're gonna have dumb kung fu adventures with you guys next week. Uh, We will do Iron Fist. So pack your bags, kids. We're gonna go to Magic (laughs) Not China. Kun Loon. So. We'll see you guys at the airport, uh, but until then, I hope you guys have a good week. Bye, guys. This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.